Three shots, four part, I just do two. One pup, pop four, birdie, woohoo. New driver, info, replace, M2, pop five, fairway, what you finna do? Think I'll try to get on into start right, good line, good view, Andrew, shoot him, make Gavin, two thumbs up. You'll be able to have a much larger and workable green. Like I know 14 right now is a nightmare. You've got about 15 to 20 feet wide of elevation change of what foot and a half two two yeah. feet yeah so i three putted my last round still. so yeah i three putted my last round i went birdie birdie and then i three putted for a six the other day so mm. remember that ball hey. i dropped when i was playing with you Mac, for three down the ridge yeah yeah it's um like sometimes like the pin will be in a spot where it just kind of like funnels in but mm-hmm. i don't know that green man i've hit so many so i usually go up the left side eh, Mac? like up up 15 up 15 so you'll play that fairway i don't cheat that's not cheating (laughs) it's the bryson theory man it's the the uh creative golfer it's not ob it's not ob OB, but on so like on the second shot though you can have some like usually i'm just in the fairway there kind of collects in the bottom like where you hit the exact same spot that you hit your 15th tee shot and then uh so I usually am hitting like a six iron or something in, and it's like hard to hold that green. So then if you don't make it all the way there, you have there's like a big tree in the way. Or some, <laughs> sometimes like if you're hitting from the left side onto that, like I've dropped it like 10 yards before the pin or something like that, or like just on the front of the green, and it's rolled right off the other side, which would be flip it around front to back. But yeah, yeah, if I'm no, playing it backwards. So it's, it's yeah. tough, but the, uh, we can get into it a little bit, but... We just roll right off the hop, man. Are, are you cool? Let's yeah. jump right into it. We, uh, yeah, absolutely. We got a bunch absolutely. of a bunch of Instagram questions and stuff from our, our friends over at Port Hope. So <laughs> there'll be a few, but oh, that's awesome. But we got uh, Mac Baker, uh, golf shape development. So we've had Casey uh, from the Real Turf uh, crew in the past, but this is only our second ever pod. Bryce wasn't at that one. Bryce, I think you were playing playoffs or something like that. But um, this will only be our second pod where we've talked about like the management of golf course and like, mm-hmm. which is really, really cool for us. This is episode number 136. So this is pretty new to us. So it's uh it's definitely a cool one to have. We've had more Max on the podcast and we have guys to talk about. <laughs> there's, been a few now. there's like three or four now then, then we, and, and me and then, but then we've had more Max than we have people to kind of talk about like the development of the golf course and the maintenance of it. So we're excited to hey, have you here, a, buddy. It's a great name. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I think there's like some Scottish, some Irish background. So, yep. you know, we'll say it's a, it's a golf name. It yeah. definitely, it definitely is. So I don't know the golf games and. It's in a tough spot right now, so but I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's all right. It's been all right, but I had a good round the other day, and then I walked up to like the 14th tee, and I was like saying this to my buddy Sean, and uh, I was like, oh, if I par out, I'll shoot 75 or something. I was like, that's like one of my better rounds here. And I like yeah. clipped the tree on the right of the t- 15th tee because I usually I'm playing like a bit of a <laughs> bit of a cut now I have this nice little cut now and I clip the tree and I was like god damn and then I just, <laughs> it, it got worse from there it got it got like much worse from there and then yeah I just settled in wherever it was but enough about the game Mac maybe you can give us an idea just who uh who you are kind of what you do um golf shape development kind of uh just all in in one little uh spiel and then we can kind of jump right into it yeah yeah my name is Mackenzie Baker been uh, working for Golf Shape now for uh, about five years. Um, my boss uh, has been doing it for just over 25 years, since kind of 1994. Um, 
started off because he was a professor for like uh, water flow, water table management, that sort of thing. Then got into golf management, then became an architect and uh, has been building courses ever since. Um, he's actually my uncle. So a bit of a family business kind of going on there. I've loved golf ever since I was, I don't know, five years old. Um, thought it'd be pretty cool to, you know, build some courses. Mm-hmm. Um, we've kind of been all around Kingston, GTA, Muskoka region, building courses kind of all over. So, yeah, that's kind of pretty brief. So does building courses change your game at all? Like the way you look at the course, like when, cause how long did you say you've been into it now? Uh, about five years. So five years if now. you've been playing, like you said, you've been playing for like a little while, does, does it change how you look at like your golf game and how you approach a course at all? Just knowing a little bit more than the average golfer might about the course itself. Absolutely. I think the biggest thing, and I could just kind of touch on it. I've, I've come to use the word elevation okay. more than, more than anything. And I think mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing that kind of gives me a, I don't know, I guess an edge is I'd be come to work with them so much and to understand, you know, percentages of slope and, and that sort of thing. And, um, understand, you know, if you've got a backdrop on a green or if you've got, you know, take, uh, take 15, for example, you've got that flat fairway coming out, but then you've got, gosh, I don't even know what that would be. 13 feet of elevation change from your right fairway down to your left, at least. Right. So understanding that even if I hit a a cutting shot into that slope, I know it's going left. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's going to make me think about the elevation a lot more. Um, but otherwise, I mean, golf is golf. Sometimes it's a hope and a prayer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, being able to see where elevation can change and, you know, oh, I'm coming uphill a lot. Um, that's that's probably the biggest thing for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be useful on the greens too. Like like you said, you got, got used to the slope, even if it's 1%, 2%. I bet you can see that a lot more than your kind of average Joe on the golf course. Um, Absolutely, because 1% looks like nothing. You're yeah. standing on a green. I might be looking at 6% slope, and you're not going to know it over 10 feet, 20 feet. Mm-hmm. You're never going to know that you're standing on that. Um, but like seeing guys roll greens just to like test cups and that sort of thing, understanding how things are going to move, even if it is half a percent of slope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to see, see a difference. Um, one of the biggest things is like when you're building a green, one of the main things you're thinking about is pinnable locations, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to put a pin 10 feet away from a slope, that's, I don't know, 5% pushing left. Well, I know I have the ability to bank something around because it's going to naturally want to move that way. And you guys think about that when you build, right? Like you just said, like you guys will, when you're building greens, you'll say like, all right, let's knock this slope down maybe a bit because you can't put a pin here or vice versa. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or even, even so in like the sense of hazards, whether it's a pond, whether it's a bunker, Oh, if I put this bunker, you know, more tucked to the right, but then I tail my green off to the left, well, I can put a pin up over on the right and I'm going to get Johnny going for that pin every day of the week. And he's going to be in that bunker every day of the week. 
Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That, I can kind of, that's, you can, you that's can sort of what's going on. Yeah. Pins and stuff yeah. Like yeah. That. Absolutely. I you feel like that's awesome. Builder, because, but yeah, I feel like that's awesome because you kind of have full reign and you can do what you want. But like when people are playing the golf course, I don't think they really think about that whatsoever. Like this guy yeah. built this green in this bunker on purpose for this specific reason when he's in the bunker short 10 yards or whatever. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now don't, uh, don't take it too far in the world of we have free reign because mm-hmm. majority of the time, you know, we're being reined in. We mm-hmm. want to make things challenging. We want to make things hard. We're not here to, you know, build an, an easy course for you to walk in and feel great walking right. away from. That's what I was going to ask you. This is yeah. to make this hard. That's what I was going to ask you, Mac. Or, in. Are you connecting like with the soups, like throughout the process or like when, so you said your uncle's like an engineer. So can you maybe explain like, just like the inception of, you know, we're changing whole 15 or whatever it is, or if you're building a course, if you approach it differently, whatever it may be, or you're redeveloping mm-hmm. a hole. And then are you connecting like with the soups as you go or general managers or anything like that along the way, or is that all established up front and you kind of build from there? Like you said, you don't have free reign. So kind of who's knocking you guys back at that point? Every, every scenario is going to be different, right? Um, you look at, like you kind of mentioned, whether it's a new build or whether this is a renovation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and things that kind of dictate that are going to be, you know, one personnel. So that's, you know, your super, your GM, whoever that might be. The other thing is going to be uh, like the ground, the nature, the environment. That's all going to determine right. the ability of, you know, shape, layout, elevation change, slopes. Obviously, you can change that, but there's always going to be things to consider. Um, but throughout the process, you're going to be talking with the super, talking with the GM right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's going to be different. Some GMs don't want to be involved in that construction process. They say, you know, this is your job. You know what you're doing. You've been doing this for 25 years. Go ahead. Or, you know, you have somebody who's hands-on and wants to be involved but it's always going to be different and i mean most times it's not the superintendent most times cost has got to be a big factor too no oh absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. i'm just thinking like i'm just thinking like if you want to if they give you free reign and you kind of dig up this much elevation it's going to cost x amount more than if you dig up two feet of elevation you know so yeah yeah, absolutely. Especially in the like the scenario of 14, right? Um, we're pushing that back, what, 75, 85 yards? Right. Um, but you step into that valley there and you've got 20 feet that's mm-hmm. changing from your top end to your low end. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, you have to you have to be willing to either work with that or know that you have to make a change somewhere else on that hole. In the example of 14, they know they're changing that fairway. So you can say, okay, we're going to build this green, but we're going to leave the rest of this untouched until the end of the year. We're going to make this change. Quick break from the pod. Mac here from Manscaped, introducing the Beard Hedger from our friends over at Manscaped. With 20 different lengths, you can look good from the cart path to the clubhouse. Shop manscaped.com using the promo code OTSGOLF for 20% off plus free shipping. Shop any and all Manscaped products at manscaped.com using the promo code OTSGOLF for 20% off plus free shipping. We'll see you on the back nine. Okay, so for anybody listening that doesn't know Port Hope, like I, I post it quite a bit. It's the course that I play at, so it's an 
uh, shorter par five right now. It's like an elevated T block that goes down. I don't want to use too many numbers, but you go down like 30 feet or so, and then you come back up to like a landing zone. I was saying mm-hmm. I played up the 15th hole, which is the adjacent hole that runs right back. They run, uh, you know, parallel to one another. And then again, from that landing zone, if you're with me still here where you're hitting your tee shot, it goes down again and you can kind of catch a shoot that bends up to the left where the green is. So from that point, you probably have 170 or so in a little bit less from there. And then it's tree lined on the left-hand side. Anything right falls completely away. Um, like I hit a bit of a draw as a lefty and I've like hit the front right of the green and rolled OB before in the middle of the summer. Like it just comes off right, like, you know, falls off completely to the right. So I think that's where, um, Mac, when some of like our members are stopping by and checking in with you and asking you, it's cause they know that that slope to the right hand side is so severe uh, mm-hmm. that falls down. There's it's train tracks, there's train tracks on the right. Huh. So that's what everybody's kind of wondering is like, how do you kind of pin that up? How do you build that up and, you know, mm-hmm. make it so you're not just going to keep sort of running into that, uh, you know, or if you, if you're trying to like, I don't know, it's one of those things you're going to have to hit a layup. It's not, if it's going to be 570 yards or so, you're not going to be able to go for that into, it's going to be really, maybe Bryce, but. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. with this specific example, the plan is to alter that fairway. The plan is to have quite a narrow shoot. That's going to be an option for you to get in there. Right. You know, if you can, if you can smoke that three wood, hit it on a rope, hit something that's going to be able to release into that green. Yeah. You're going to have a small six, maybe eight foot window to do so. (laughs) Otherwise. Yeah. You know, that, that right side is punishment right now. Yeah. Obviously that is going to change like that entire fairway for like 150 yards prior to that green. That's coming down three to five feet. Okay. So you're get, that like think about 150 y- yards, three feet of soil. That's that's a lot of a lot mass. of dirt. Yeah, right. So you're gonna be you're gonna be gaining a lot of a lot of mass from that. But yeah. That, so is some that of that soil gonna be gonna is it gonna be shifted onto the right hand side and like brought up closer to the front right of the green or like just short of the front right of the green? Yeah, probably about third. No, it's probably too much. Like twenty yards. Okay. All right. Yeah. So it's definitely going to be an interesting hole. So it's something going to be a three shot hole for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Without question. Yeah. Any work going on with in an in an ideal world, we'll have a bit of a rollback coming back to the middle of the fairway coming from those tracks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's I think what people are kind of asking is like, will there Mm -hmm. be a bit of a yeah, a bit of a safety net there almost, right? So I think it'd be yeah. really cool to see. And and um, you mentioned that you've done some uh, some other projects like in the area. Can we talk about some of your past projects in the last couple of years, maybe that uh, that you've worked on? Or Absolutely. Even if, even if some of the ones that the, that Golf Shape Development has worked on, you know, mm-hmm. in, in I assume you're mainly in Ontario in this area here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all work has remained in Ontario. Um, there's been some like small design work, but um, that's not necessarily our realm of realm of things um most recent bloomington downs uh full t-deck renovation um on the back nine a lot of drainage work other t-decks kind of stripped you know they didn't have the proper materials in there um other top mentions did the design at black diamond nice uh mill run we did the new nine and practice range there uh north granite ridge full build uh 
the Highland, Piper's Glen, um, Bunker Hill, new course, 12 hole course, um, kind of designed for that businessman, you know, he wants yeah. to get out six holes. That's all he has time to play. Then, you know, go play six. The loop mm-hmm. is kind of designed for that to just play, you know, three hours worth of golf. Two yes. Hours worth of some golf. of the guys that I work with go and play that quite a bit. And I like 12 mm-hmm. holes. Like I think 12 holes is, is kind of nice. It's uh, not too far from, from uh, where you grew up there, Bryce. It would be, well, it's not too far from Cherry, I don't think. No, no, it's just off of like uh, Highway 7 and 407, like almost that like, yeah. Pickering Go oh, extension huh? area. Yeah. Um, I believe like the the small town is called Kinsale. Mm. Um, but uh, other than that, honorable mentions, Osler Brook. That's a pretty big track up in uh, Collingwood area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you guys would uh, find that to be a treat. <clears throat> Um, other big working items like Montera up in Collingwood, Laura Bay, um, small amount of work at Georgian Bay Club. So, yeah. Nice. Okay, Been so I, around. I want to pick out something that you said you did the full T-deck uh, renovation, and you said that they didn't have some of the materials. So what would that look like to, uh, well, Bryce and I, who don't understand what some of those materials are? <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to, hold on, I'm going to pitch in real quick before you answer this. Are you, do you guys do everything or do you sub anything out? Like, do you do drainage, excavation? you do everything? Majority of everything. Um, yeah, everything from irrigation, um, smaller time excavation. Um, we use a company out of Peterborough area, uh, Connell's Construction. Mm. They'll do, like, our mass moving of soil, okay. you know? Okay. That massive excavator that you see out in the front of Port Hope. Yeah. Yeah, that big boy, that's theirs. There's um, some big machines out there right now, man. You need them, yeah. man. Yeah. 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 That bulldozer that on your way in the driveway right now, that's theirs. Um, so in terms of like moving some big, big material, yeah, we we sub yeah. that out to to them. We've been working with them for a long time. My boss uh has a relationship with this guy, uh oh my goodness, Bill. And uh yeah, they'll keep that going until uh, they both decide to quit. Nice. Yeah. Sorry, Mac. You might want to repeat your question. No. So, like on on the T decks and stuff, when you're doing uh, when you're doing like a full teardown of the T decks and full like redevelopment, what are some of the mm-hmm. materials? Like you reference materials they didn't have. Some. What would some of those things be? Uh, anything from just like your your subgrade. So it's going to be lack of drainage, lack of ability for water to penetrate through that T deck. Um, your irrigation, you know, things are probably out of date. Somebody just wants to change what their guts that's underneath there, their ability to keep it drier, keep it wetter. Um, and then, yeah, just changing out that, you know, foot to foot and a half of, uh, material that's underneath your, your sod. I think it's just one of those things like we kind of walk on the golf course and we just assume like it was always there in Port Hope's case. It was kind of, kind of always has been there. It's been there for like a hundred yeah, years. Very or so. long, it's very it's long an old, time. <laughs> old track. But um, do you find Mac when you're working with like different courses, like I don't know who the builder was at Port Hope, but you know, we were talking about mm-hmm. Oshawa recently cause they just had a, they just had like the Canadian open qualifier and a couple of my friends yep. were out at Kawartha and you know, so there's Stanley designs like Stanley Thompson designs. Do you, yep. when you guys like start kind of working on some of those with maybe um, 
you know, some of the bigger developers like in the area that have developed courses, you know, North mm -hmm. America anyway, are you trying to, you know, stick with some of those bones? Like I, I, I assume there'd be a lot of engineering that would go into that. Are you trying to follow some of those bones? Are you trying to kind of, you know, even with Port Hope, are you trying to stick with like the layout and how it was first built and, and try to not disrupt kind of like the flow of, of the course that you go to or, or do you find like, uh, like GMs or whoever is looking to get the work done, are they trying to like modernize a lot of these courses? Yeah, that's a, it's a good question because it's going to be so subjective to the course, like, and right. subjective to the builder, right? Some guy's going to want to go in there and throw his touch on things. Like you said, he wants to modernize it. He wants to put his spin on it yeah. as a builder, as a designer, as an architect. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a fine fine line because a lot of guys want to keep that history in mind, right? Yeah. You look at a course, and uh, you know, I'll use Casey as that that example. Stanley Thompson, nineteen twenty nine, I believe it was. Um, in his case, in twenty nine, he was building the Briars. Yeah. At the same time, yep. right? So he was building this kind of icon this little spectacle but in his off time he was coming and working on this other course um people want to make changes people see flaws in design over the years right um but some people want to change that they don't even want to leave that showing leave an element you know stanley thompson elevated green really strong tapers right yeah um some people just want to get rid of that change it i don't want to see it make it more likable by today's golfer. Yeah. Cause um, we've seen a lot examples, of that. Yeah. In like today's world, we've seen, I think in the last few years, there's been a lot of accommodating to the like everyday recreational golfer. Right. So I guess well, I'm they're kinda, tearing out cherry right now. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's so changing, easy. if that's changing a lot of the opinions of like general managers and stuff that you guys might contact or be in contact with or get contacted by. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, for example, last year doing the T deck renovation, they wanted to add elevation. They wanted to add steps. They wanted to add retaining walls. You know, some of those things are just flair. Some of those things just mm -hmm. add, you know, that curb appeal from the road, getting a nice yeah. stone retaining wall. To yeah, the hold features. In a, the features. You know, that's some of those things that make you want to come back. Yeah. Um, so for an example like that, yeah, a lot of it was kind of aesthetic, make it modern, make it look good. Mm hmm. Other times they want to keep that history, especially in cases of somebody that's got a links course, they're going to want to keep that style. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's subjective. It's always going to change. Um, we do have a bunch of IG questions. I was telling Bryce for this one, which is yeah, really cool. But, uh, before, before we jump into those, can we talk about any future stuff that you guys have coming up? Future work? Yeah. Um, some of it's uh i'd love to talk about it we have some some contacts about a a job that's presenting in uh in africa south africa right now really wow, wow. Um, okay. and we're we're kind of spending some time to do some research just because of uh obviously some soil and uh you know different material mm -hmm. options that's pretty cool. Um, so we're doing some traveling to try and understand some of those bases and how to grow on some of these big, big sand pits. Um, but that could be uh, a pretty big option. Other than that, we're looking at some places out uh, east Kingston Way. 
that's going to be, uh, I think, a move for us. Yeah, that's a, a whole new ball game going down yeah. to Africa. Like you said, different soil, different, <laughs> different sun, even different temperatures. Like that's that's not an easy transition. Different grass. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. That's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got to be like just a, I don't know. It's got to be pretty crazy, but. I mean, it's a whole different animal. Yeah. It's completely. Well, it, yeah, just in terms of uh, as something as simple as grass, right? Like yeah. we're able to grow certain types of grasses out here. Casey would be able to talk about this more. Um, but out there, we're not going to have the same subculture in the ground. Yeah. That grass that we would water in a certain way or treat a certain way with fertilizers or sprays, you know, that's not going to be the same thing. So there is a bit of a learning curve looking at it at kind of face value right now. So um, it's pretty preliminary, but uh, it's been in the works for a little bit. There's cool. a ton of golfers coming out of South, like South Africa right now too, man. Like mm-hmm. Zen and Hoot, I think is South African. Uh, yeah. Gary Kigo, obviously there's like Gary Player and stuff like Ernie Hills and whatnot, <laughs> but like they've been around yeah. a while, but yeah. there's a lot, a lot of young talent, man. So that'd be, that'd be a really cool experience. I guess that'd mm-hmm. be kind of a, I feel like as a developer or builder, that'd be a bucket list thing. Um, all right. We got a couple Wasn't of questions. Ryan Gregnell saying one of, one of the, the new long drivers is from South Africa? Yeah, or I think. Ryan? I think so. I think, I think you right. said that young younger kid is South African. One of the things I will say, you know, just kind of referring back to that, uh, like nine hole, twelve hole, golf is changing. People can't allocate the same amount of time. You know that we always have to golf. Um, they are looking at that kind of like nine, twelve hole option. Yeah, and you know it might sound a little silly at first, but. I think if it's going to be something that can get people into the game and, you know, moving around, finding it yeah. enjoyable in a Can't smaller hurt. dose, then yeah, give them the option. I think Especially 12, I think 12 like holes that, could right? catch on. Yeah. I think 12 holes could definitely I, catch on. And I just can't, I can't imagine it's going to take over. Cause I mean, there's guys like me who want to play more than 18. Yeah. You know? like, of course. No way. Of course. 12 holes Absolutely. Takes over the 18 hole. No, I think that that's just, yeah, it's kind of been there for so long, right? It's like, yeah, I mean, I think you could be surprised. Oh, I'm sure I could be. How hard is it to get the land? How hard is it for somebody to find the ability to build a new course? How often are you seeing courses being sold for? Yeah, you're totally right. right? So I think the only way that golf is going to move forward in terms of new builds is going to be those smaller, smaller land plots that are only offering six, nine, twelve. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of more of like a, a social thing then, right? You kind of go out and you I think so. Yeah, yeah. It'll become more of that like country club. It's this is my place, this is my group, this yeah. is mm-hmm. my town, this is this is my thing. I could see that. I could see that. It might take, you know, years. I to think get it's gonna there, be a but, while. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna be a long time. Corey but, was saying uh, so any anybody still with us at this point, Corey, the GM over at Port Hope was saying that the I guess like the threshold, this is the furthest south that they can build now like the developers that are kind of taking up some of the space like we lost the range and stuff there so i guess it'll always be until they decide to make it something else a public park or whatever it is it'll always be a golf course it'll always be green space which is kind of cool um let's get into them though we got a couple here if you don't mind that us asking i like this one how does someone i won't get into the names we got a few and they're mostly Porto guys but uh how does someone how does somebody get into golf development so um like i would like to add on to that like you know, educational, like when they're going to school, um, like what would be a way that somebody would, you know, kind of forge that career path? 
I think uh, one of the big options is going to be that kind of golf management program. Yep. Um, I think they do stem into kind of more of the geographical side of things. And um, I don't think they touch on like the construction side of things, but if you can understand water flow and I think that's going to be the opportunity to get into that. Mm -hmm. Um, Shaping the ground is going to be a part of that that geographical side of things and understanding maps, understanding elevations and, and that that's, that's kind of your realm. Unless yeah, you're going to, you know, get in, get in line with a golf course so that you get introduced to a builder. I don't see, uh, I don't really see another option. Isn't I don't there think, turf, like, there's not turf management courses in, in college university too. And I, I think you can go that route as well. Like learn about the grass and the different soils and how that works. And then you can kind of jump Absolutely. from there if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just don't know if it touches on kind of that building, mm. building side okay. of things. I know it's more of the maintenance and, you know, understanding how these subcultures of grass and soil and that sort of thing. But I don't believe it talks too much about, uh, okay the construction side of things. Yeah. There would definitely be like a, an engineering develop, like, you know, an engineering portion of that, that you would have to have like a background if you want engineering to, architecture. Yeah. Absolutely. If you wanted to kind of build a course like or build a development, uh, you mm-hmm. know, firm like you guys mm-hmm. have. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. what's something that always gives you a headache on the course? I like this one. This could, this could be just a golf question or this could be like a, from the building aspect or the development aspect. Ah, <sighs> Bear like spots, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like giant yeah. boulders and stuff under the ground or something. I don't <laughs> well, know. when you have those big machines, yeah. boulders aren't an issue. Yeah, I guess not, right? No, no. And like, honestly, I I feel bad for the guys that I make rock pick, but um, we spend a lot of time picking rocks. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. The last thing you want walking into a bunker is breaking yeah. your sandwich. Yeah, the last thing you want diving into the rough is finding a boulder mm-hmm. you know um so yeah you got to be pulling boulders there's a lot of times you're doing that but i think my biggest pet peeve is uh bear spots you know you got a huge little divot how long does it take you to fill it throw some seed on it yeah yeah my uh my buddy Corey was in one the other day and he's kind of like the king of the preferred lie so um he was like, "Do I get it? Do I get a drop here?" And he's he's funny, man. So yeah, like ah, I don't think that's a rule, Corey. That's unfortunately not a rule, but uh, yeah, it's it is one of those things where like you hit one in the fairway finally, and you find yourself in a divot. That is kind of tough. Um, it's probably kind of annoying too when like we all come up to you and talk to you all the time, all day, all the members just constantly all day, all day, all day. Just like, what are you guys doing with this hole? And you just have to repeat yourself over and over again all day. You almost need like a sign, probably. Yeah, honestly, it doesn't happen uh, too often. Um, a lot of people just kind of want to say hello. Yeah. They just want to say, oh, so like, what are you doing? Like, and have a what, look. What's and... kind of the process? Oh, it's looking yeah. good. Most people just want to say, hey, it's looking good. Yeah. Hey, now yeah. we have a... Uh... Now we have a reference point to send them to. They can come over here at OTS Golf over on Instagram, and they can yeah, listen to they the pod. All the details. Yeah, yeah. you can there say, you "Hey, go. you know what? We we did a podcast just for this. You can go check it out." Um, yeah. What's something um, players or members always assume is easy in the development uh, portion or the development world that is not? Um, so that's kind of like 
sort of, we just kind of touched on that, but you know, for somebody like me or Bryce kind of coming up to you and we're talking to you, um, is there something that typically like the average person would just think is easy for you guys to do? That is definitely not for you. Uh, probably the ear. Uh, yeah, I'd say probably two things. Um, one would be the irrigation. Oh, you just gotta mm-hmm. throw some pipe in the ground, get some water on it. Right. Right. Um, but one of the biggest things is making it look good after putting all that irrigation in. Um, usually when you're doing that, you know, you have to get kind of past water freeze lines, you know, mm-hmm. your frost line on certain courses, depending if people are blowing it out or not. Um, but you're pulling up rocks, you're pulling up sticks, you're pulling up clay. So then you're spending how much time just to get rid of that stuff so that you have yeah. good topsoil to grow grass. Like we spent... 24 hours irrigation cleanup just for one green yeah wow so you know just for four hours on a machine that digs a trench and puts a pipe in the ground we're then spending three four times that just to just to clean it up and make it look like we did prior to that um and then the other would be like well can't you just put sod on that can't you just sod that And yeah, you can, you can throw sod on anything and somebody can, you know, work at making it look smooth and continuous, but the guys that make it look good and the guys that make it look kind of seamless, they're spending a lot of time raking. They're spending a lot of time matching elevation over four feet, over 10 feet, over eight feet, um, just to make things one easy to cut for the guy who's spending weeks cutting it or the guys that are having to maintain it. All right. Have you ever found anything buried in the ground? There's got to be something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Bryce and I were talking about this before you came on and we were saying like a track like Port Hope, there might be like a super old golf ball or something. (laughs) Well, I found, I found a our construction and I found a chicken bone in a wall one time. Like some guy was eating while they're building the house and just left it in the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) some of the crazy things we'll come across is just like, a lot of pipe, a lot of steel pipe, a lot of brick from developments. And people mm-hmm. were like, okay, that's a three foot chunk of concrete that we're just going to bury in the middle of a hill. Yeah. Um, but probably the, the craziest thing was just like an old, uh, like ammo case, empty, mm-hmm. nothing in it, but just, yeah, steel ammo case. We kind of busted it up with a excavator bucket and yeah, nothing in it. Mac here for BioSteel. We absolutely love this one on the pod. The hydration mix has been in our golf bags forever. The hydration mix has been designed in the most natural way possible to help you stay hydrated throughout your round of golf. Zero sugar formula is made from clean quality ingredients and contains no artificial flavors and colors, added vitamins and minerals to help support overall good health, normal function of your golf swing and your immune system. Simply mix it into some water, and you can enjoy it through all 18 holes. Clean, healthy hydration. Zero sugar, natural health product, no artificial flavors or colors, no artificial sweeteners, no preservatives, caffeine-free, NSF, certified for sport, biosteel.ca, biosteel.com. Use the promo code SCREWS30 for 30% off your order. SCREWS30 for 30% off your order. All right, Mac, what's Stay your hydrated, favorite my part of the job? 
favorite part of the job? Um, when I'd say done. kind of like <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, I guess depending so, on like uh, how the job kind of goes, it can be you know tailoring on all oh, perfect. We had a little phone fall there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all right. We're good now. But like, I figured like, it's kind of like roofing or anything like that. Any construction, Bryce, you'd be familiar with that. Like middle of the summer, stuff like that. It'd be, it'd be nice to just go home, but like, yeah, there's gotta be like rewarding aspects of the, of the job of the career itself too, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's uh, a lot of the kind of finished shaping. You know, after the bulldozer uh, <laughs> finishes off, yeah, um, they're gonna they're gonna leave a lot of the finish slope there. But getting that thing to look good, it it takes a little little finesse. Adding yeah. topsoil, changing elevations, getting things to be continuous. Um, mm. That's kind of when things really start to take shape, and you can really see kind of how things are gonna finish up. Um, so I'd say like moving in that topsoil, that's when things really start to feel good. And you're like, okay, Hmm. now we can start to see where things are going to require some work. How much material you got to bring in? Just, I mean, I'm talking for 14 here. How much are you you guys bringing in a bunch or are you kind of reusing material? Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, Port Hope's a little different since that housing development is Mm -hmm. right out front because so much of that, uh, Topsoil came from the original, what, that would have been one, two, three. Yeah. Those old. There's four holes there, yeah. Four holes there. So all that topsoil was essentially owned by whoever owned that land through Port Hope Mm -hmm. Golf Course. Um, So that was allocated for use for the course. Oh, nice. So it's all on site. Yeah. To an an extent. So. Just an example for like a green, you bring in a certain type of material for the green itself. So mm-hmm. we've got about a foot of what's called greens mix. It's a mixture of essentially three different products. Um, but just for that, that would have was 13 to 15 triaxles, like dump trucks, mm. yeah. um, which carry about 22 yards so you're just just over 300 yards of this greens mix just into the green itself which for people who don't know how much a yard is it's a lot of dirt yeah it's a full pickup truck yeah it'd be like 300 pickup trucks yeah yeah four four feet by four feet at about three feet thick that's crazy yeah yeah that's why times that by 300 and something put my fill up my Silverado, top it off so it's got a nice cone on top and then drive 300, yeah. 300 of those things into the uh into the into the green that's wild yeah. um and then you can just lay sod on the green that's it damn <laughs> it's easy it sounds easy man you yeah. just need yeah 300 yeah. pickup trucks but um yeah. kind of sometimes a, like there's there's permits involved with that you know you start yeah. moving x yeah. amount of earth into an area you're you're spending years getting mm-hmm. Uh, a permit like just for example all those new holes on uh water side train track side had to be a nightmare it was two years before we got a shovel in the ground yeah you know so you guys did a lot of the work at fort hope yeah 
Yeah. So All what? Those, what were the, the seven uh, new holes over there? Yeah. So what were the seven yeah. new holes? And like, obviously, we don't have to get like, we might have to have you mm-hmm. back to talk about those. That's uh, <laughs> that's definitely uh, that's definitely a cool topic. But um, what what were the new seven holes? So um, back in twenty twenty one or 2020 um everybody knows like the the course was shut down to 12 holes so if you can kind of give us an yeah. idea of what that was uh what what holes you guys were working on and and what type of work you did um yeah so it was on a unassumed land full full design full build um everything from drainage irrigation fairways t decks um permits just to be over there working um mm-hmm. So uh, based on the number layout you have now, what you go one, two, three, and then four, you're yep. on the other side of the train tracks, right? Yep. So yeah, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I guess that's ten, and then you go to elevens on the other side of the tracks again, right? Yeah. 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 So there you go. Four to uh, ten those are all new build over there yeah so removing trees building ponds uh working with elevation change to find a spot for a cart path find green sites find t-deck sites overlap you know there's a there's a lot that goes on to mapping out Mm -hmm. a new a new site um that's so wild man so how do you how do you guys combat the erosion like on number nine like that's obviously like something that like would you guys have an idea of that happening like i don't know exactly like how much land is being lost or like how long Mm -hmm. that'll take until that kind of like washes away but do you guys like have an idea of of that happening before you kind of build that green build that build onto that space Mm -hmm. i mean there has to be uh there has to be studies done to understand kind of rate of how things are are moving how how fast you know essentially that's gonna erode away right um so bringing in engineers to understand that is definitely part of the process um before any building can even happen um that essentially determines our elevations determines our widths um determines heights and that sort of thing um but yeah sometimes you have to be then making changes to that hole because things have changed based on you know unforeseen circumstances or factors that weren't necessarily accounted for or couldn't have been accounted for. Yeah. Cause I imagine that would be like something you can't really predict. I guess you could find like studies and stuff or like, you know, there's gotta be somebody who'd work directly with that type of thing, but that cliff is huge. Like that's massive. <laughs> right. So like runs for kilometers. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, if so. permits are getting approved, someone had to have looked at it. Yeah. You know? That's kind of what I, how I think about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, before we let go, I think we got all the questions. So if anybody submits one after the fact, I put up the story a few hours later. So sorry if we missed any, but um, or a few hours. We're recording a few hours later. So um, can you kind of walk us through like the, uh, so say let's use hole number 14 because that's the one that we've been discussing a little bit. Can you walk us through yeah. like the, the process of how um, – that conversation first starts where they probably get connected with, I assume it's your uncle, mm-hmm. how you guys go about permits and then all the next kind of stages into, into kind of building that and, and where things flow. Like I know we've talked about how the whole 
is kind of built and and different things that are moved and whatnot but can you talk like maybe about it more in stages for for somebody like myself or anybody listening to the pod right now that might not mm-hmm. kind of have an idea of how that whole is is structured or restructured or built mm-hmm. yeah so essentially the whole idea for 14 that started years ago okay. so when the extension happened the new renovation new seven holes um there was plans for green renovations, bunker renovations, other renovations to occur at a later date. That date wasn't decided on. Um, money, timing, all those things come into factor for that decision. Um, in terms of 14, obviously the goal was to lengthen the hole, add a green that gave you a more playable space, more pinnable locations, more putting surface. So from the get-go, it's then understanding the land that's behind you, right? We're trying to add length. So the only way to go is behind the original green. Right. Um, Obviously looking at uh, layout of owned land, you know, understanding parameters of work zones, whether, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, That's going to be the biggest thing. Um, next is then kind of clearing that area, um, in the scenario of not moving too much soil, too much earth into that area, didn't require a permit for that, uh, for that build. Um, so then that kind of is avoided. Obviously there's goals and details that ownership wants met. Um, whether that's parameters of making it harder, making it more challenging, um, making it, you know, more pinnable locations. Those are then going to be kind of considered. Then obviously tree clearing happens. Um, there was a whole bunch of stuff back in there. Machines brought in to then make that kind of ground workable, something that you can bring material in on top of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of understanding where hazards might lay elevations that are going to push towards the green away from the green. How can we utilize those to work with what's here without changing things too much? Um, and then, yeah, bringing in the, the people that can kind of facilitate those, those needs and wants by the ownership. So do you guys just kind of like go with the flow? Like obviously there's got a, like you'd be able to get like an aerial view. I, I assume you probably just like throw a drone up, have a look at like the area and whatnot. But like as you start to move out materials like trees and stuff like that, you're going to run into things that maybe you didn't see. Like if you're going 70 yards back into the forest, like, so you just, it's just constantly like moving, like with the ebbs and flows and you're just trying to like, you know, reshape as you go. That's pretty common. Uh, yeah. I mean, there has to be like the ability to kind of adapt on the fly. Obviously there's plans put into place. Um, but as you like in the scenario of clearing tree trees out, there might be four feet of change that you didn't account for. That's going to adjust soil numbers. That's going to adjust money. That's going to adjust timeline. Right. Um, so yeah, you have to be willing to adapt, but there's always, you know, uh, AutoCAD drawings that show with show elevations and you know we're kind of adhering to okay all right yeah and you can always like granted money situation you always bring dirt in or take dirt out if you have to right like worst case scenario like you can always add to it to a degree to a degree absolutely yeah that's pretty uh i don't know man it's pretty cool it's pretty in-depth and it's it's something that 
there's just like as the golfer we're just lucky we're just they're walking around on the course mm. right we don't really think of like all the different <laughs> things that go into it and and what it would take to even extend a whole 70 yards like you guys are doing and then it, like for me um yeah. like as i'm as i'm walking up there and i roll in my double bogey putt and then i kind of roll up to the i'm walking up to the next tee <laughs> <laughs> i just speaking honestly here I, yeah, and then yeah, i kind of yeah. walk right up, with you i walk Speak up to the, i walk up to the hey i went like birdie birdie and then bogey <laughs> i don't know i had a couple birdies there recently so it was all right but um so when you kind of like start like start to see the shape or to see like the vision of it like take place it's really exciting like for a player and i assume it's exciting for like you guys as well to be able to see it sort of you know start yeah. to grow and and like evolve evolve and then there's probably like whenever we're working on a project whether it's bryce or like he's in construction as well and like for me at work mm -hmm. there's there's kind of that like there's that peak where you hit like that point where you know you're on the downslope now and you're working like towards the finish and and i assume mm -hmm. like once you guys started to put that soil in and kind of grade it a little bit, and I think that that's probably what you guys are looking at, thinking, okay, we're like really, yeah. we're really coming to the end of this, or we're really like getting to that point of, of being yeah. like not a finished project, but or product, mm -hmm. but that, by getting there, that right? bunker's starting to take shape. And yeah, that slope is really showing itself to be like if you don't carry that bunker, you're gonna be in trouble. Yeah, you start to see how things are gonna punish you and reward you. I like that, man. Mac, before we let you go, I got one question for you. So if you were to stick a shovel in the ground any course in the world, I think I know what one you're probably going to say that you could. <laughs> no, uh... you can't say it. anything but Augusta. Okay. All right. I wasn't even going to say Augusta, but if there's yeah. anyone that you could, if there's anyone that you could have an input on, whether it be like, you know, moving a little bit of soil just to say that you've been able to put your name on it, what course would that be? Uh, yeah. I think I know the one that you were thinking yeah. about, but. You can he can say that one. I'll accept. Yeah, that you one. can say that one. I know my answer, and it won't change. Okay, go ahead. Would it be Saint I Andrews? Saint Andrews. Yeah. yeah. Saint Andrews. Yeah. There's a lot of history there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think one that would be really cool, and I think it's it has some similarities just in terms of being on the water and having some of those par threes that look out. What, is, what country? Uh, what country? What country? <laughs> I want to try to see the United Russia. States. Ocean course, Kiowa Island. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Yeah. Actually, we talked yeah. with uh, a guy who's got a, an apparel company, and he he caddied there caddy. for like years, yeah. or he still is a caddy. No there, way. So, yeah, no yeah. Way. So uh, otherwise, it'd be the national. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah that'd yeah, well, be pretty that's, unreal. Yeah, I could see that as like an engineering one. Because one, one Canadian course that's just like it's top notch. Yeah, it's top notch. Yeah, the national. What hole it is, but they have a. They have such an incredible maple tree or oak tree in the middle of their fairway. And so many people are like, wow, why would you have a tree in the fairway? Well, and people were just saying, well, it's a perfect tree. Yeah. Why would I get rid of it? Yeah. And people don't think that way. Mm -hmm. No, I like golf that. courses anymore. Get it out of my fairway. It's in my way. Yeah. Well, I'm so sorry. Excuse. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Think of Pebble, man. Pebble 18, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. That tree's going nowhere. Well, I don't know. Some well, some stuff's happened at Pebble. <laughs> some stuff's happened at Pebble. I shouldn't say that, but that tree's Those not. Trees have moved. Yeah, it's not being taken down by the uh, the management of the course. But uh, yeah, you never yeah. you never really know. But that stuff's unique, right? And and I, I like a lot of that stuff at at Port Hope. Like on the seventeen, they have that old like trolley cart that comes down the back that like used to come down yeah. like where I guess that used to be the first T deck like way back in the day. So you'd go up. That was yeah, a clubhouse yeah. or whatever, and you'd 
get your clubs you'd go on a trolley and you'd come down to the first tee deck like that's really yeah. cool and you can Back still in the 1700s yeah man you can still see uh you can picture whatever winston churchill coming down there or whatever to tee it up but <laughs> and there's even like a piece of like one of the old par threes i guess it was the old finishing hole or something like that that's up on the right side of 18 that's where yeah. Corey and sean hit their big slices up there so it's uh <laughs> yeah it's 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 cool man it's just cool to like for us to kind of have a, a look at a course like Bryce and I have been golfing forever you have two mm-hmm. max so it's kind of cool to get like yeah. your your input and the aspect of like somebody really you know digging in and tearing it up and kind of what goes into it so I thought that that question asking like the redevelopment of the whole step by step mm-hmm. is it's really cool man it's really cool yeah I mean like I could, I could dive into it obviously in a lot more depth than you know machines used and processes taken and you know, kind of protocols put in by our company to make things efficient and run smoothly and that sort of thing. But uh, maybe not everybody wants to hear that. Hey, man, we do cliffhanger, so uh, let's do it again sometimes. We always like to loop yeah. back, and uh, we'll definitely. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be some questions and maybe even some that we that we've missed. So maybe once yeah. the, the hole is finished up, so it won't be open this year, right? No, no. So we just got some sod down today. Yeah. Um, we're going to be putting some more sod down the rest of the week and. Uh, starting to grow in that green by seed for the rest of the year so there we go so maybe uh maybe at the start of the season next year when it gets uh opened up or something we'll have you back we'll chat about it we'd love to do that man yeah or we'll play yeah. it let's three will play it yeah let's yeah. go play it sometime even better right now so, we're talking now yeah. we're talking i like that all right guys well thanks so much mac this was great man i appreciate you uh kind of giving us a look this was a neat pod i don't think there's many people have done this type of pod so hopefully uh anybody yeah. who's enjoyed it uh, you know give us a listen and go check out we'll link uh your the instagram handle in the uh in the show notes below anybody who wants to go over and check out your guys work it's uh it's pretty cool or if you're at uh hole number 14 at port hope stop by and say hello yeah anybody looking to get involved in the golf industry looking to build some courses golf shape development always grow all right man take care thanks so much mac this was great he's out in my ball and of course i tee up i lose the ball and i re-up i miss the fairway i probably end up in the ocean or maybe the beach and i'm on a part five and i'm finna go reach it second was blind i see it feel like it might be an average i was working scenario